Hey, what's up, guys? This is Juventud Guerrera. Listen to City Wrestling Radio Podcast. Stay juicy. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is The B Show, your one and only source for NXT and NXT UK reviews and all the latest pro wrestling news. I'm Everything most, else, pretty much, yeah. right? For yeah. the most part. That's what we call The B Show. There's no def, There's no hard-line definition of what's put on The B Show. We give except a shit for about N- it. Except for NXT and NXT UK. That's, I know. That's neither here nor there. But, that's well, it sure. is there, but... They're stamped in there. Yeah. They, they actually filled out a 100-year uh, lease agreement with the show. Yeah, so they're 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 here for life. Yeah, exactly. I'm your host Corey Smith. Or as long as how long that promotion, uh, how long that brand, you know, as it stands, who knows? What if Vince just says like, "Give it to me." Fuck it, I quit. I'm selling the company. Oh no. <sighs> anyway, I'm Michael Vergara, running the bases this Ru- week in City Wrestling Inside Radio. the Park Home Run. Yeah, you I mean, I wasn't it. in the prediction addiction for that. Uh, that thing that all elite wrestling or no all pro wrestling yes of the all pro wrestling Sorry, variety it's not elite it's pro what's it called again killer whale killer whale i'm a pisces but i'd rather yep. be a killer whale nice nice brian Hashtag. alvarez isn't showing up uh yeah uh, I mean, jomo we'll and taya valkyrie pr- is pr- probably isn't showing up at this moment this is recorded literally hours before the show yeah and so who knows who knows but we might be dating this podcast but like um, and little do they know how wrong they were. Exactly. Um, Brian Alvarez has has spoken out and said he's not going to show up. I today can't show up because apparently something about his. See, here's his excuse. He says weather. He said I listened to the show. He said his flight was delayed, like a little bit, and then maybe possibly like the email said maybe you can travel another day. And he was like, I can't do that. But it, he was like, so I just didn't want the risk of coming back and being delayed. And I was like, okay. That's, very, that's a very legitimate concern. No, but like his, story, he, he could, his story was he was coming down here to do something else first, and then he was just going to come to the all-pro wrestling show. Probably, you know, so trying, this to story, nurse, trying to nurse Meltzer, you know? He's in a time of need. Yeah, so why isn't he coming down to nurse Meltzer then? Because he can't, because he's citing weather issues of not being able to go come over here in, the neck, in our neck of the woods. We'll see. We'll see what happens tonight at All Pro Wrestling. Killer Whale. Who's main eventing? Uh, <laughs> we'll sorry. see. I'm the sorry. Uh, the card I... schedule for right now is uh, um, Jacob Fatu, the All Pro Wrestling Universal Champion, and MLW sign uh, and future MLW signee. Yeah, he's actually performing tomorrow in Philadelphia. Wow! So he's got a big long, weekend. Yeah, um, he's defending his title against John Morrison. That is scheduled at the moment. Card subject to change, but, change, change. Um, apparently, all day, Taya Valkyrie and John Morrison. They're have snowed been in. Stuck. Yes. The snow- rained in, really. Snowed in in LAX. Yeah. Um, they've been in LAX, I guess, since 11 a.m. until um, about, last I heard was about 3 34 o'clock. Best of luck to them. We'll see what happens. Um, I don't know, because it's one of those things like John Morrison is, if he's going to MLW and he can't defend this title again, who, the, Somebody has to make a decision on the fly. Who's going to take this title? Wasn't SCU does... supposed to be in this show as well? No, this is the ne- that's the next show. Okay, you think they'll show up at the Bucks? Well, no, SCU. Oh, tonight? No, not tonight. But then, no, I mean they're scheduled for another show. I lost track yeah. of my mind. Maybe, maybe some uh, local so local talent will be there. It's going to be uh, you and me, Corey. We're going to face. Uh... Do you want to face Jacob Fatu? Yeah, I'll do it. I'll call. How hard I'll can call it be? Marcus. Okay. I mean, if I found it, a replacement, if, Marcus, uh, I found a replacement. If uh, if anyone was dropping the title, you know what? Maybe uh, maybe somebody else will be in the crowd to say, "I'll do it." Okay. Maybe it'll be his big wrestling. He'll be in game. attendance. 
You know what? The mystery man will be in attendance. Yes. That's that's me. I'm the mystery man, Michael Mystery. Shh, Michael <laughs> But don't tell anybody. I like about that name. It. Michael Mystery. When's Anyways. he gonna come? Who knows? Who knows? What's yours is what's what's yours is yours, and what's mine is also mine. Ma- I totally, Michael Mystery. I totally botched that Repo Man catchphrase. Anyways, uh, yeah, dude, Repo Man sucks. He's great, but he sucks. I love Repo Man. He's surprisingly like built for his gimmick too. Like, Repo Man. Anyways, um, yeah. So all all pro wrestling. We'll see what happens tonight. Blah blah blah. You're looking forward to it. You sound like you're really looking forward I'm to re- it. Well, I'm looking forward to the show. You know, always be looking forward to wrestling, you know? It's you never know. Constant wrestling news is just like, okay. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 going to be surprising because it's like one of those things like when a main eventer doesn't show up to a, a local show or can't show up. I'm not saying they didn't. They're not like. There's an air of mystery to yeah, it. Yeah. Of who's going to show up. And you can't just like say, hey, RVD, can you come? You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't, <laughs> okay, man. You can't, it's not like WWE Whoa. where if someone can't make the match, you'd be like, ah, this must be Lars, but all right, Seth, get out there. Um, you know. Carl Fredericks is wrestling this weekend in the New Japan, uh, New Beginning uh, New Japan show. Forget which one. So he's unavailable to wrestle too. Thanks for rubbing that in. Uh, is Kratos Jr. in the card? Kratos Jr. is probably like eight. Okay, Kratos. Oh, J.R. Kratos. Yes. Sorry. Oh, now I know what you mean. Yeah. Kratos Jr. Uh, yeah, he's on the card. He's facing Will Hobbs tonight. Okay, Will Hobbs. Yeah, the willpower himself. Uh, Maybe he'll take the title. Jungle Boy is no, not No, he's there. already internet champion. Jungle Boy is definitely not there anymore. Oh, he's he's wrestling tonight. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, what shit? What is he doing? He's in a three-way uh, three-way dance. We'll, we'll get there. We'll talk about three-way dances later uh, against uh, Jake Atlas and uh, Marcus Lewis. This is the first defending um, his junior heavyweight title. Is this the first APW show he's doing ever since they announced his AEW signing? Yeah, this is the first APW sure, show of I'm 2019. Sure, I'm sure he'll get like a standing ovation. Or, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure his he's usually out in the meet and greet, and I'm sure yeah. everyone's. That's the thing. Jungle Boy's like. Our family, you know what I mean? He's like, a well wisher. It's we, not like well wishing. I don't like know him, but like everyone like, we see him walk by, and you know we've all everyone's already like said something to him. Like he enters Tarzan Boy on these shows, right? Yeah, some indie shows. Okay, depending, I guess, copyright stuff. Wish him all the success. Yeah, who knows? He might even get like a guest spot in Riverdale. Riverdale, because his dad is on that show, Luke Perry. Oh, yeah. No, he's he's wrestling. He's like, I want to wrestle. I want to wrestle, Dad. Surprisingly, like, I, hold on. I feel like there was a wrestler. Who appears in Riverdale as well? Like he's like the school security. He's like pretty well known in the Toronto scene. Whatever. Hi, so, if he, so if he, if one wrestler can be in Riverdale, maybe two. I'm the machine, the security effing guard. Yeah. Brian Cage. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's get in some more, <clears throat> some more news, some more, probably more relevant news to the worldwide wrestling fans. That's a plenty relevant. John Morrison's in an airport somewhere, stuck. Can't That's a lot of wrestlers, you're though. Right, you're right. You're right. You're right. Sometimes I just feel like when I talk, is about he still Impact Champion? Yeah. Well, then yeah. there you go. It's very yeah. relevant. Yeah, entire Valkyrie still a Knockouts Champion, right? Wow, I believe. You put two and two together, like wow, they were they really they They're, really put their eggs in that basket. The power couple of Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's move on with some more news today. Uh, it was reported earlier today that Jerry Lawler has hired a private investigator for the death of over the death of his son. Brian Christopher. That's pretty rough. Yeah, so uh, Lawler hired Jeff Rosenblum to investigate the claim. My that name is Jeff Rosenblum, private eye. To invest the claim that his son uh, committed suicide in the... I know that was going to like stop all the jokes once I said suicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a Hardman County jail, um, he was hired by the Lawler family to quote-unquote pursue a civil rights claim against 
Hardman County and the deputies that were supposed to protect Brian Christopher Lawler. Attorneys for his estate issued subpoenas to both Hardman County Sheriff's Office and the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation. The subpoenas are part of a civil action by the law, uh, civil action lawsuit by the Lawler family. Well, here's hoping to a swift and fair investigation and hoping that all parties involved get what's coming to them, really, because there's not much you can really say other than the fact that this is getting looked upon and the the fact that Lawler has to hire somebody outside the jurisdiction of the of the state or whoever would have to be under yeah. the jurisdiction of yeah, that yeah. thing. Um, hope it works out. That's de- I do not definitely do not envy Jerry Lawler's position in this case. Like as much as I disagree with him on pretty much everything, it's regard regardless of it. It's a not. It's not a very. It's not a very pleasant thing to. Yeah. Experience. No matter. Yeah. No matter who who you are, when you hear about someone's like son dying, you're just like, oh, like man, you're feel like, bad for you, dude. Sorry. Can't but, help but feel like his. Jerry Lawler's mind is probably all over the place in regards to it. Like, no, there has to be something. There has to be something. And, you know, let's we'll we'll find out, you know. Because as you remember, after Brian Christopher Lawler passed away, he, um, I mean, Jerry Lawler there was, was very a, suspicious about his um, his death. And because there were threats on his life, I believe, yeah. um, by other people in the jail. And he said uh, Brian Christopher didn't seem like he would be doing something like this. But, I mean, I, I will say this. Um, you know, I've gone through a lot of like, like uh, depression stuff when I was a kid and all that. And, you know, they've always talked, I've learned a lot about suicide and therapy. And I have learned that like people who are just looking for attention will scream for help. And people who want to legit do something will usually. Really? Cause I, I mean, not to say that, you know, you're wrong at this case, but I heard plenty of cases where suicidal people will usually not let anybody know about it. And it can no, come no, no. I'm swift saying, and suddenly. No, I know. I'm saying like people who are legit suicidal versus people who legit just want to feel better and not want... Like, there's people yeah, there's a, there's a distinct difference between wanting to forget better and then wanting being to die. suicidal. Yes. Yeah. Like me personally, when I was younger, I just didn't want to be depressed. So I thought at one point I, you know, suicide. I was 13. I was stupid. Whatever. But, you know, it's... I didn't want to die. Never have. Never would. Never. Never really do. I like burritos and wrestling too much. It's, uh, a, it's a very, very nice mantra to live by. You know what, Corey? I live by it till the day I die. Hopefully, by burritos and wrestling when I'm ninety million took years a old. Pile driver took a pile driver too hard while eating a burrito, or into a plate of. <sighs> what could have been, Corey? What could have been? Um, yeah. So, like I said, like you said, hopefully everything works out for everybody in this case because. And if anything did happen to Brian Christopher, hopefully justice will be served. And yeah. let's let's move on. Let's move on to some uh, some better news and something that I can transition to without sounding too disgustingly gross. Priscilla uh, Kelly. <laughs> damn it! All right, might as well just go with that story. If you just yeah, go. yeah, because everything else just goes together after that. So Priscilla Kelly, she spat on a dude's mouth, and she spat and she threw up on another guy's mouth. So. Well, she more attention sp- towards her. Spit up on her husband's mouth. Or was that? Did he spit up on Darby Allen? Darby Allen was like, "Spit on my mouth right here," and then he like just opened his mouth. I love that he's from Washington and he just spit in my mouth because he fucking looks like he just parades around looking he's like skin- Nigel McGuinness in two thousand six. You're right. Yeah, he's a little Nigel's a little chunkier, but muscular yeah. probably. But uh, yeah, so Priscilla Kelly was at it was it all went down at the ultimate bar brawl in Atlanta where Kelly teamed up with her husband Darby Allen. Versus the team of my actually new favorite intergender tag team match, Eli Everfly and Delilah Doom. 
Delilah Dooms, she's wrestled on WWE a few times. So has Eli Everfly. He's the one that pinned The Miz. Uh, um, the team alliteration. What? Eli Everfly and Delilah Doom. Yeah, it's I love it. Yeah. They're great. Um, but it was a match where there was, it was like, they've been doing these matches um, where there's no ring lately all around the rang? country. No rang lately because AJ Styles, no. Um, they're like these ultimate bar brawls. I went to one in LA where Eli Everfly was in attendance, but I don't think he wrestled on that show. But the finish of this match saw Priscilla Kelly, quote unquote, throw up on Everfly on top of a bar, allowing Alton to roll him up for the three count. Afterwards, a disgusted Eli Everfly uh, kind of threw up out of uh, just out of force, man. He couldn't hold it in at that point. He doesn't like vomit, I guess. Some people just can't hold it. When they see vomit, they throw up. It's, you know, one. There's one thing about like, yeah, we're talking about this, and yeah, it's we're giving this act these actions a platform, and uh, everyone else is talking about it. Really? Yeah, it's making a splash. Um, and Priscilla but, Ke- Priscilla Kelly is the same wrestler who you know she did that. Just did the Mayon Classic. Did she? Yep. Oh wow. Uh, she um, she did the tampon spot recently. Yeah. Where she it was a quote unquote used tampon. It's it was she came out and said it was a work late, later and it probably was. I mean, it's disgusting if you're gonna you know throw blood in someone's face. I'm not gonna completely condemn this entire act as long as like these two consensual parties are agreed upon this, and uh, as long as it wasn't for uh, as long as that man's wasn't forced upon that very nice lady's vomit upon his throat or spit on Darby Allen or the tampon spot towards that towards that woman's throat. I'm just gonna say like it's this is professional wrestling. Whatever gets a rise out of somebody, they're gonna use it. That's that's sometimes some people some people value that more than the money they get paid for. Yeah. In this in this in this it's in this shock. business. It's it, shock value. It's shock value. And I think people take that too too much I think they take it too hard because I think when people look at something like this, it's like you're looking at like, I would never do that. That's disgusting. But they get offended by it. Why do people get offended by it? That's easy. I can look at this and say it's disgusting. The same, like I'm like, I don't that's, like it. I'm not into it. I'm not into it. But I'm shocked. And I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I'm not going to sit here and be like, they're disgusting people for doing it. It's a show they're putting on. You know, it's a show they're putting on. And as long as like you know nobody gets hurt or anything, like what if, like <laughs> it's like it's she's not she's not Abdullah the butcher or anything. She doesn't have hepatitis C. Yeah. Yeah, as, as far as we know. Yeah. That'll change. That'll I, change the context. I always of that think about story. things like that. Like Bob Orton Senior. I mean Bob Orton Junior. Um, he had hepatitis C, and he bled right in front of the Undertaker in that uh, cage match. Oh, you nasty! Get out of here! Yeah. So, like, as long as it's safe, as long as you're, and as long as it doesn't like har- harbinge like any long term effects health wise, like, because every because t- I got jo- Joey Ryan's lollipop twice, and then afterwards I always think I'm like, wait, I wonder how like I came from his dick, right? No, oh, no, no, when he comes out with in his mouth. Okay, he just gives it to you? Yeah, but he had it in his mouth. Okay. You ever had, did Joseph, you've been to Hood Slam shows, right? A few. A couple. Like, well, like Joseph two. Joe, jo, Joseph Joe Brody ever just yeah, like yeah, yeah, pour yeah. Jack Daniels down your throat? Yeah, yeah. I actually, I saw, I was with this you one. got bottle service? Yeah, I was with this one guy who was actually at the show with me for one of them, and he doesn't drink. So he's just like, he's like, yeah, I'll take some. And then uh, he, he poured it in and just poured down the side of his face and... That was like the first shot, and I felt bad because I felt like I was peer pressuring him. Because yeah. like, come on, like, it was just like one of those things. I was like, yeah, do it. Like, well, whatever. I mean, he carries Have a, fun. He carries a flask of like OJ. Yeah, uh, but yeah, this guy we don't know carries a flask around. Anyways, 
But uh, yeah, no, I've definitely taken it. I took a few the first time because the first show I went to the things we remember, Corey. The first show I went to, <laughs> yeah. uh, for Hood Slam, it was on a Sunday, and it was at two p.m. at DNA Lounge. Dude, there was like nobody in attendance to the show. Probably twenty people at max. You so, were there though. Yeah, I was there, and then so literally everyone just like standing on the side of the ring, like you know, neck your hands on the ring and everything. Yeah. And it's just were the wrestlers very appreciative about of the people who actually did attend, or were they just had a chip I mean, on their shoulder? There's no there's no meet and greet or anything like that. Yeah. Joey Ryan was at this one though. Wow. Humble beginnings. It's just like a year or so ago. He still goes to Hood Flame every now and again when he's yeah. in town. Sometimes he does double appearances if he goes to all pro wrestling yeah. and he'll bust over to Hood Slam. I should get, I really should head over there one time. I've never been. We should go one night to the Oakland and on a Friday night. It's I mean, every Friday night now. Is it is it tonight? <laughs> yeah, well, tonight's all pro wrestling, but so those guys never really. Um, these guys work each other out in terms of booking dates, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, with big with bigger stars like Joey Ryan, I know has done a show to open all pro wrestling at seven thirty and then taken off right afterwards to go. Well, to you gotta go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, Priscilla Kelly. Um, you know, best of luck to you. I, like I said, I don't like vomit, but hey, you know what? I. Good, good on you. You got you got over. So that was vomit. I mean, that, we lo- we watched that video. I felt like she, that, she like was off screen. She was off screen for a second. I just thought she got like it was a mix of something. Like she got vodka and then just herself. it was probably water with like brown uh, food <laughs> vodka color and herself. They said it was uh, Tito's vodka with gastral uh, fluids. Yeah, a that's... mixture of the oh, two. so it's gas. Gastral fluids meaning What's gastral. Fl- uh, oh, you mean her stomach acid? Uh, yeah, so she yes, yeah, so, so vomit. Up. Yeah, yeah, so vomit. That's disgusting. That's terrible. But yeah. I mean, that's what the commentator said. So you know, oh, Priscilla Kelly. Uh, it, yeah, it was all it was all a work. I mean, everyone was involved. It's fine. If it's a work, then it's a work. But uh... speaking of works, though, I got update on Dean Ambrose. It's a work, Michael. No, it's not. But keep going. It's a work. Okay, so there's more information on why it's a work for those. Uh, you know, those who watch Monday Night Raw. I noticed some weird, some weird things about Dean Ambrose. How he was still in the ring after his match. He tried to give a retirement speech, and the next day, WWE for the first time ever wants to tell us that their superstar does not want to re-up their con- his contract with them. Um, but we all thought this was his final appearance, but it is not. Apparently, Ambrose is on the road with WWE this weekend and is scheduled for uh, a live event in Saskatchewan or no Saskat- Saskatoon. That's a town, Saskatoon. I like it. Good name, good strong name. We are. Um, he's also scheduled for upcoming TV tapings. I don't know exactly what that means, but for TV tapings, does that mean for Raw or SmackDown? I guess. Uh, yeah. I would, okay. I mean, for Raw, I would assume he's on the Raw roster. So, you know, it's work. I work or not. No matter what, if he if he does appear on television or if he does like who knows he maybe he's scheduled to appear on tv tapings but not exactly be on television like per se he'll just probably be backstage because he has to i mean what else did they have him doing i got got to say about my contract i mean he'll just yeah maybe like that guy's just eating the catering god what's uh, he doing but like say let's say he actually does appear on monday night raw next week giant elephant in the room gigantic elephant what if they did what if oh my god what if they give kurt hawkins his first win over ambrose they could, and they, they could they definitely, and then could. they'll probably just blow their load with the whole. Not, what if they make? What if they make Dean Ambrose wrestle Nia Jax at WrestleMania? That could be a thing, or on a on a pay or on another pay per view. Like he could legit just continue on as this character, and yet 
they I find it hard to believe for him to make these television tapings when WWE themselves released that statement saying <clears throat> he has he has not signed with the company and he will be leaving in April and we wish him this is going to be an amicable amicable process and all that other stuff. Yeah. It's just so weird to me. That's Again, that's maybe why it's a word. He's like, "Come Monday Night Raw. We just announced Dean Ambrose is leaving, but Ooh. he's still here." It. You know what? It, I honestly just think. I. I think it's. We'll just, see Monday. Honestly, yeah, we'll see how it happens on Monday. But it's just one thing where it's like we're getting too smart for WWE's uh, old school booking. You know, he's going to get so many. Che- he's probably going to get cheered. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're going to get. A, there's probably AEW chance. Where are they next week? I mean, whatever. I saw some people in the crowd on SmackDown with some AEW shirts. There was very, there was very much barely a crowd on SmackDown. You ever see that picture? No. They were they released that picture of Becky Lynch of this week's SmackDown in like from the other hard side. cam, hard cam, nothing. Oh, yeah. Hard cam sides. There's always then, at least that one section. Yeah, it's hard, but then, like it's hardly news. But um, you know, that's just it's a recurring thing, and like Fox has to know about this, even though they paid almost a billion dollars for this show. One billion dollars. Well, I mean, it, yeah, we'll see what happens, especially since this week I think it was like a 1.2 rating or something like that. Um, SmackDown? Yeah. It can't be 1.2. That's way too low. That's what I thought I heard. Uh, um, don't fact check this. Uh, allegedly 1.2, but we'll see what All happens. All I know is that, yeah, it was a very disappointing number. Yeah. We talked about this, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move on. Uh, Michael, do you have anything uh, going on next Thursday? You doing anything fun? I'm trying to think because I know you're leading me on to something. No, you're not doing anything. So let's go. Let's go to Las Vegas because apparently all elite wrestling is having their ticket, their on sale party for double or nothing all in two. Yep. Um, This is going to happen. It's going to be hyping up the next week's double or nothing ticket announcement. Uh, The ticket announcement party will take place at the splash pool at the MGM Grand Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. Las Vegas, Nevada. 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. Wow. On Thursday, February 7th, AEW is promoting Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, Brandy Rhodes, and will reveal a spectacular new signings, exciting new partnerships, ticket on sale information, and uh, a surprise guest (coughs) will be at the party. So, I know you don't watch Being the Elite. I no. barely do. Oh, right? I, I mean, I heard there was like a countdown so or there whatever. Was a, so, Kenny Omega, he left his phone in front of a TGI Friday somewhere. And so they find the phone, and there was a countdown on it, and that countdown, as of 7th. that, like counted down all the way to the side, the, the ticket party side. Yeah, yeah. So Kenny Omega, who knows? Probably, most likely, Kenny Omega, AEW. But yeah, so who's the who else is the surprise special guest? It's Kenny Omega. That and I feel, no, I feel no, honestly, they're going to reveal like, new signings too, correct? I feel like it's going to be an, a, it'll probably be a slight disappointment if it's only Kenny Omega because yeah, that's yeah. where we're at now. Yeah. Who knows? We might get. No, his contract's still. No, I know, yeah, I know, yeah. I know. That's just it's like a, everyone saying Kenny Omega was going to show up in the Rumble. You know, like you never know, man. No, I mean Kenny Omega had a contract with New Japan, yeah, so he could show up with for the Rumble. Um, even though every, even though I was still sitting there like three, two. <gasps> no, it's it was not Nia no. Jax. Did you hear about that whole um, our truth got uh, like allegedly our truth got legitimately pissed at Nia Jax after like for the. You know, r- Rumble run in because he injured his ankle and his face. But he wrestled on SmackDown and won the title, so he's fine. He's fine, but it, it hurt. Like he said, he thought he was like, and he put her in, he put him, she put him in great danger. Yeah. So apparently there's some very, very big heat 
uh, with our truth and Nia Jax, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't be happens. surprised. But uh, more, actually, more, I got more information on this AEW ticket party. Uh, the ticket party, uh, it's going to happen at fir- uh, fans to first come, first serve basis. Uh, it'll be live stream on Being the Elite YouTube channel, AEW's Twitter account, the Young Bucks Facebook page, and Brandy's Instagram account. So I know you follow that one. No. Uh, Double or Nothing is taking place at the MGM Grand on May 25th. <clears throat> and um, Meltzer was talking about something about they're going to have some matches at this uh, ticket announcement party. Okay. Be my guest. What? <laughs> You laugh at it like, <laughs> like all right, like I it Pac versus um, versus Hangman ha- Page for the AEW Championship. We're just gonna have it here. I mean, I mean, I I've also heard a lot of people talking about what what do you, how do you feel about AEW having new championships? Do you think they should, or do you think they should incorporate the NWA? They're a promotion. They should have their own championships. You don't think they should incorporate the NWA championships? No. Okay. I think you were talking about that online. No, I was not. not Probably I someone. I else. didn't say you. I said people. Mm. I saw on Facebook the great website that is ever so great to us and never lets us down, ever. No, I think AEW, if they're really trying to become a number two or number one, they want to change the universe as they, you know, copyrighted, they should definitely just be of of its own accord. Mm-hmm. When I say accord, it titles. And not a Roster. Wins and losses matter. I wonder how long it will take for them to realize, oh, wait, this really shouldn't matter. Because there might, because like, this is going to be a wrestling promotion. And when it becomes a wrestling promotion, there's going to be criticism no matter what. Like, I wonder how, how long it will take for the to get their first big, like, miss. They're just 50-50 booking it. I mean, Like, their on. first big miss. Because I've, I've been always waiting for that to happen on, like, on, say, like, an NXT uh, takeover. It's not like I'm actively looking forward, like, wait, looking forward to when, like, this thing sucks. But it's kind of, when do you... It's, a, you, it's just a, ra- it's a ratio at that you point. You sort of realize how long NXT has been consistently good to perfect mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. what it, we're nearing what 2014 was the first takeover yeah what is um, it? Okay, yeah so we're nearing on like we're, we're nearing on like five NXT years takeover arrival four years on this stuff and so i feel like that is the most that is the most consistent a wrestling brand has been that qual- has been at this level of quality perhaps ever because like yeah. attitude era lasted what like three years. Even then, the that's still not great. Well, uh, anytime these guys have time to New for Japan, a match. maybe I don't know. Like they probably had like a good ten year stretch. I'm no expert, but uh, yeah. Well, they have so long to prepare for a match. I mean, between that's shows. true. It's just the way the uh, the way it's operated. They have the luxury of being a part of that WWE machine. We're like, okay, we can just take our time with this, and we can just make these characters who they are instead of being just week by week catering to these audiences all the time as in this gigantic machine. We could film two endings to a fucking match. It's fine. Yeah. Without yeah. spoiling anything. I think... How do you feel about that? Uh, it uh, of a wrestling promotion. Filming I don't think two it's endings, a... filming two uh, without saying anything without f- with filming two. Yeah, endings. It's not really a spoiler if we're saying two ways to, about it. Really, uh, technically. I'm not, not going to people. No, there's no. I'm not going to mention any names. Any names involved in any matches. But if there was a match between two people and they filmed it, the ending two different ways. Okay. How do you feel about that? You think I understand why it's off? a way to combat spoilers, but it just seems like just kind of a waste of a waste of time and energy on everybody's part. Mm-hmm. Like because. I whenever I read spoilers, I instantly like the next day I forget about it. Yeah, yeah, same. Here. You know, I have a very short term memory in terms of that kind of stuff. Um, but there are people out there who are encyclopedias. Spo- well, it depends on the spoilers. Like, oh my god, I can't believe Candice LeRae ran over. She won the NXT Championship. Oh my yeah, god, off Dean Ambrose, who won it off Alistair, uh, who won it off Alistair Black, who, who won, won it off, off of Brock Tommaso Ciampa, and 
Yeah. Yeah. And then Edge and Lita showed up for a live, live sex, sex show. celebration. There was no blankets involved, so everybody just got to see everything. And then it was just Seth Rollins and Edge in the ring, and oh my God, They're... it got really sexy. Why? Why is that? Why you got to bring Seth Rollins to this? Ah, I want to mosh with Edge. Anyway, that happened, man. That was that was a re- that was a, yeah. I, what if it all happens during halftime heat? That's one thing I was hoping um, would happen on Monday Night Raw. Don't be a fuckface and watch Maroon Five while you could watch halftime. I love that commercial. Like, why would you watch this dude crying? Summertime, yeah, it's music. And then it's like, or watch this. Um, This match has taken its toll on me. That's one thing. I'm. She said, "Maro's not going to be there." I don't think. I don't think Maro's going to be there. I think so. Uh, no, no, no. It's actually going to be uh, Vic Joseph and Shawn Michaels. They already announced. This. They should have. They should actually have had a whole hour show and then just have that match in the How, the, the half halftime half is usually twenty minutes long. I know they should have. So that put, match uh, is just a match at the be... beginning and finish out of it. I'm just saying, should have, could have, would have, but they're not going to. You're going to watch it? Yeah. 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 Well, it's also this weekend is when the Worlds Collide Tournament or when Worlds Collide Tournament. Yeah. So I'm actually looking forward to that because we're really going to see a lot of different people who we don't see wrestle. Um, Tyler Bate. You know, like, I look forward to t- to a Tyler Bate singles match against somebody. Tyler Bate. I, I'm he, sure there are plenty of episodes of NXT UK where he's wrestled somebody. You know, you could have, uh, yeah, Velveteen Dream versus Cedric Alexander. I don't know, you know, but it's just that potential can be a great match. But looking anyways, forward to that. Uh, one more, uh, one more piece of news. It's kind of a rumor, though. According to Dave Meltzer this week. Oh, so it's uh, not. I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, it's expected that <coughs> Paul Heyman. Is negotiating Brock Lesnar's contract for Brock Lesnar right now. So he's like he he is a legit shoot advocate. He's I a get, spokesperson. Yeah, I guess my so. client Brock Lesnar. He's negotiating between three different parties: WWE, UFC, and All Elite Wrestling. Um, what is what is this world come to, man? I, I, fuck, man! Any, I don't think he's gonna go. Can you imagine Brock Lesnar and the Young Bucks just, you know, like oh. him just staring down? I would love to see a, a Young Bucks versus Brock Lesnar match, like a handicap match. They would debut. Do you know how fucking crazy that would be? That would legit. That would legit. Like, I, do you think? Do you think Brock Lesnar versus the Young Bucks would fill out uh, MGM Grand? No. You oh. don't think so? <laughs> oh, for the ticket party, you mean? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. If they announce Brock Lesnar. No, but apparently Chris Jericho is the one who's lobbying hard for Brock Lesnar, and he wants to wrestle Brock Lesnar. Because he's fat, right? Because Brock's fat? No, because Chris Jericho's fucking fat. Jericho says he's fat, whatever. Um, No, but uh, again, there's history between Chris Jericho and Brock Lesnar, remember? Um, SummerSlam... Uh, well, where Brock Lesnar beat kept was like, like Brock Lesnar did the elbow spot on Randy Orton, and then Chris Jericho didn't know it was a work. Oh yeah, yeah. And so he just went up to Gorilla and just stared down Brock Lesnar because of how unsafe you are, and they just stared each other down. I'm like the balls that the balls Chris Jericho had, like he Chris I Jericho's think, like, go ahead and hit me, I'll fucking sue your ass at this point. No, I don't. That's not how they solve issues in the locker room. I mean, Corey, I'm pretty men. sure. I'm pretty sure if some shit happened, I'm just saying. Chris Jericho legit fought. Goldberg in the locker room back in the WCW days and won. You're damn right he did. Yeah, so don't fuck with Jericho. Break the walls down, baby. Baby. Break it down, baby. Brock Lesnar to eight. That would be fucking crazy. Listen, baby. Um, yeah, no, it's... Uh, it's not without the realm of possibility. Omega versus Lesnar. You know. Triple or nothing. I just wish, uh, you know, Lesnar's Lesnar. He'll do whatever he wants. He's just he's I just, just leveraging wish, to get yeah. more money out of a different company. He's leveraging. Out of, no, out of WWE. WWE or UFC. Here's my thing. I thought he was going to UFC. Yeah, uh, like there's, there's still 
I still think he's still under his um his retroactive uh I think he's trying to get out of the testing pool with uh, the UFC. I'm still I'm not sure how this works, but I don't know whether his it's his 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 status as an actual fighter being cleared and then going into a fight camp and then wrestling Daniel Cormier that I think I hear that's going until March. Mm. Which is a month before WrestleMania, wow. so I wow. don't know what the timetable time, timetable of that is, and I'm not sure if Daniel Cormier is going to make good on this. But he said in April when he turns 40, he'll retire. But I don't think he'll actually retire yeah. at that point because yeah. he'll he'll want to fight Lesnar, he'll want to fight John Jones, he'll he'll want to do that 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 kind of run. But I don't know. Interesting times, 2019. It's know? definitely interesting times here. It, and, and wrestling. Everybody in have a good time, AEW, for this ticket party. The exit is right there. Wait, oh, okay. Oh my God. He has the title belt with him. This is what I think about this universal title. And then he throws it down the trash. Uh, I was kind of hoping. I take bigger shits than this title. I was kind of hoping um, what Daniel would have done that on SmackDown this week. He would have dumped it out like a laundry blaze. That's exactly the reference that I was. Going I know. For. I like I said. I wish Daniel Bryan would have done that this last week on SmackDown. Jiminy Christmas. Okay, that's enough news for today. Let's move on to our recap segments. Start off with NXT United Kingdom. <sighs> yep. Cool. NXT Vanilla, as you call it. NXT. Is, oh no. no NXT, I cover NXT Vanilla. Oh, that's right. I. I okay. I cover NXT Union Jack. Mm-hmm. So we started off this week with uh, boiled meat. That's the flavor of Britain. Yes. NXT boiled meat. Uh, it started off with Dave Mastiff versus Primate Jay Melrose. This Jay Melrose guy, he's a new guy, but fuck, man, he looks good. He has like a monkey gimmick. He's a I mean, m- his name is Primate. He's a monkey. Um, but he, uh, they lock up and a lot of screams back and forth because, you know, he's a, he's a primate. He screams a lot. <laughs> I actually, that wasn't great. Him versus, you know what? Maybe this is Jungle Boy, the the guy who raised Jungle Boy. <laughs> I don't know. It could be. Uh, strikes and kicks the Mastiff. Primate working on the left arm of Mastiff. But honestly, the crowd is so freaking dead in this episode. I don't know which hour this took place during filming. But oh my God, they are the quietest they've ever been. And there's probably about 15 people trying to rally the crowd in the fan. Just like, like come on, you guys. Let's go. Like, you ever, like, you ever go to a show and you just feel bad because it's so quiet. So you just start like... All right, guys. Yeah. You know, it's the first match. That should be your hottest match, though. I, I know. know. That sucks. Uh, but then there was a, there was a running senton to primate, uh, power, a power lift German suplex to primate, and then eventually the cannonball to the corner for the pin and the win. Dave Mastiff, little baby bomber, baby Vader. He continues. He's still undefeated, right? I believe so. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, the most wonderful video package ever. Zaya Brookside video package. She's going to be on NXT UK next week, so I can't wait to see that. Smiling from eye to eye. You know, you know what? She's the she's the the biggest baby face they have. Cotton candy hair. Hey, I'm she, not I'm not giving her shit. That's just what she is. That's what they need to figure it out. Candy Floss needs to switch it up. She needs to dye her hair black. Well, we got drop her, her whole gimmick. Drop candy floss. No, candy floss is what I'm talking about. The yeah, other we got we got our gift. We got our bumper. Is I, you know, she's so she's so adorable and nice. Think she remembers you? No, probably not. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. It, oh, it, you're that Corey chap. It, it was, I remember you. It was a random time, and we met a couple times at like APW and stuff. 
Anyways. Ain't going to go to APW anymore. Next up, we have Drake and uh, Zach. Sorry, Marcus. James Drake and Zach Gibson coming down to the ring. Um, dude, these guys are like, do you remember Power Rangers? Of course. Do I? Do, do I? I mean. Do you? No, that came out wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, of course. You're like, do I? I don't know. Uh, remember Bulk and Skull? That I don't remember. Like the two bullies, they were like the fat. Oh guys yeah, no, that. yes, actually, that's true. Like they were never in the the fighting segments; they were just there in the kid, like the locker room segments. They were always like, because <laughs> oh, because wrestling. here's the thing: is because the they were outsourced. Because the fighting segments were always we're from, from the Jap- Japanese, Japan, from exactly. Japan, from the Japanese television show, television shows. Not until that move, that first movie where they had to actually fight, which was not great. Oh yeah, and when you when you saw the movie, when I saw the movie, I was like, "Why does it look so different?" Because yeah, yep, <laughs> like yep. completely. Anyways, but Drake, uh, James Drake, and Zach Gibson, they come off kind of like uh, Bulk and Skull, like Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, kind of like two schoolyard bullies. Like Haha, we're champions <laughs> in your face. Gildenstern <laughs> like and Rosenstein. Uh, they come down and uh, Michael, take your shoes off because nope. So all right, big Zach Gibson fan in here. Uh, Gibson and Drake uh, say they were more focused than the other teams because they won the tag team championships. They're more focused than Mustache Mountain, who were just worried about their shiny new pants. They call themselves, from now on, the Grizzled Young Veterans. That's grizzled Young... G-Y-V. 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 I don't give G-Y-V. a fuck about this team. Many grizzled Young Veterans, repeat after me. Um... Yeah, no. Uh, so that's their name, Grizzled Young Veterans. They finally, they at least have a tag team name now. They're champions, so it's interesting to see where they go with this. Out comes Slimy Squid Scala, and uh, apparently it's it's caught on because the fans just kept chanting "Squid, Squid, 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 Squid." Is he gonna? Squid. Does he have a big N on his shirt and wears sunglasses? I mean, wears uh, uh, horn rimmed glasses and just hates skateboarding? Mm. Or he's just kind of a, oh oh that oh okay yeah. I remember you're talking about that's a uh, uh, rocket power. Uh-huh. We are riders. Anyways, uh, yeah, no, he comes out. He announces that the next set of tapings are going to happen in Phoenix. So we're going to get some NXT tapings from the United States. He announces, though, that James Drake and Zach Gibson will be defending their NXT United Kingdom championships against the team of Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch. Man, these guys are just going everywhere. Oh, my fucking. This is going to be a great match. And I honestly want to see these guys pick up the titles more than anything. I don't think it's going to happen, but wishful thinking. You don't think they should go? Do you think they should go to NXT UK? What, Lorcan and Birch? Yeah, I think they should. You know, considering how uh, how, kind of how loaded how loaded NXT is. No, I don't want to say how loaded NXT is because they had an NXT match and they looked awesome in it. I feel like they, they there should be a place for them on with, NXT with, Vanilla. With, with Eichner and Bartel, right? Yeah. Yeah, the NXT UK guys. That's, that, that's kind of the unfortunate thing because you're going to have these guys bouncing off these because... You if you stuff. if you lose Eichner and Bartel and you lose Bork, Lorkin and Birch, I feel like that that puts a big hole in the tag team division in NXT. You got, you got Forgotten Sons. Like I said, it would make <laughs> a, it would create a big hole in an NXT uh, tag team division, and um, yeah, yeah, I don't think I don't think they should put their eggs in that bath. I mean, me saying that <laughs> I was going to say me saying that phrase again, but Ding. I don't think they should really go all in on that. Guys, if you can count at home game. how many times you said that phrase throughout the show, I will send you a free sticker. Egg. A free egg. Yeah, a sticker on an egg. Har- eggs with CWR logo on it. I'll hard boil the egg first just to make sure it gets there safe. Um. So, yeah, so we're going to have some NXT the UK tapings from Phoenix. That's going to be exciting. And uh, he actually announced that it's going to be NXT versus NXT UK in the next couple tapings. So I'm hope we're going to get some more because everyone's in Phoenix for these tapings. So 
fuck, I'm, I'm sure we'll get some NXT guys showing up at NXT UK. Next up, oh, the debut match of Walter. He's here. Get used to it, okay? Versus Jack Mother Effing Stars. The only stars I see is the stars he sees when getting hit by Walter. Walter, I mean. Yeah, he's a little guy. Walter's a big guy. But Walter's trimmed up a little bit, as you pointed out when we were watching this match before the show. He got built like he's getting kind of toned. He is. He's toning up a little bit. Yeah. Um, stars, though, he has heart. He's got heart because, man, he goes right after Walter to start the match. Uh, Tries to kick him. He chops him. He chops the shit out of Stars. Did you see his chest afterwards, after the match? Yeah, it was a little spot. It was a little, just a little There rash. was broken blood vessels on that boy's chest. He's no, just... We're not, we're not talking about Greatest Royal Rumble Daniel Bryan levels. No. But, oh, uh, God, no. Oh, my God. <sighs> God, to think. Um, a massive side slam to the ring apron to, uh, to Jack Stars. Starzo hits a dropkick on Walter, but then Walter answers back with a dropkick of his own. Powerbomb to Stars. Walter gets the pin and the win. After the match. Quick match. Quick, quick, pretty quick. quick After the match, though, uh, Walter goes backstage, and he's being yelled at by Mark Coffey. He's and, uh, and the refs are holding him back, so Walter, he continues to keep walking. In walks Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel. Yeah. He said... He uh, well, Bartel says Bartel says a bunch of uh, German talk. Hey, fun boys, get the room. Hey, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, God, imagine if Alex Wright got it, like, got a freaking performance center, like, uh, coaching job, and then like he just becomes their manager. Hell, he even becomes a part of their stable. He'll wrestle because he can uh, still go. He speaks a whole lot of German. Then tells Walter, he says, "If you ever need friends here, yeah, we got your back, yeah." <laughs> No, he says... We, See, gains is in, and it's funky sight. He says, we got your back if you need friends here. Don't worry. He yeah. puts his hand on Walter, and Walter walks away. Ooh. So we don't know what's going to happen. I can see them actually trying to help him at one point, and then he's going to turn on them. Or maybe come the Pete Dunn title match, you're going to see uh, Bartel and uh, Eichner get you know into some shenanigans, because I can see them trying to protect Dunn a little bit, no matter how much they want to put Walter over. He's the longest reigning champion right now. Yeah, so I can see that happening. Like, it's like, is it we're going to find out if his allegiances with Eichner and Bartel are true? Oh, no, they got rid of Dunn. They are physically removing all his fingers. They got the scissors out. And, like, yeah. it's just blood splurting everywhere. This is by far the goriest thing I've ever seen in about six months in NXT UK. Why are there no police officers stopping the match? Oh, no, it's Priscilla Kelly. Excuse me, young classic. That's when that's when a show comes to a halt. No, 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 no. It's gone too far. No period take, blood. Okay, it's okay. Murder's fine, but no period blood. Menstrual blood. Come on now. I'm sorry. I'm a I'm a toxic masculinity. What can I say? I mean, we're already talking about period blood. I can, we, I can we've gone the, at this point in the show. Hey, you know, two uh, <sighs> two men talking about uh, female reproductive stuff. Right? It's fun times. Anyways. Uh, what else happened? Oh, next up, Ginny. Okay. Ginny. She makes her way to NXT UK. She's facing K. Owens. Oh, Casey. Kevin Owens? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's back. Casey Owens. Okay. <laughs> Casey Owens. Wait, really? Her name is Casey Owens? Her name is Casey Owens. Does she look like Kevin Owens? No, not at all. But oh, I, I would, it would be great if they did some sort of like, yeah, that's my cousin. Just like. You, fa- he's in the Kevin Owens is in like the audience. Go, Casey. Yeah, here's the ladybug. I want you to go Did here. You see, have you seen uh, his Twitter recently with the ladybug? Oh yeah, the, the ladybug that followed him into the store and then was yeah. sitting on his windshield when he came out. 
And uh, he's like, you better watch out. I got the ladybug on you my side. You think he's going to be faced when he comes back? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's going to face Lashley. Lashley. No. Because he's the one who, uh, oh, no, Finn's going. Finn needs to win that title. <sighs> Finn needs to win that fucking title, dude. Because if Finn doesn't win a main roster title soon, I'm I'm, I'm going to be disappointed. Won a main roster title the and first Vince, day he was there. And Vince doesn't want to disappoint me. I mean, not the first day. Like, the the, the first, first couple weeks. Yeah, first couple weeks he was there. Um, so anyways, Ginny versus Casey Owens. Ginny, oh, she's scratching the arm of Casey Owens. Ooh, that looked actually kind of satisfying. Uh, axe kick to the back of uh, Owens. Uh, like I said before, the crowd for this match, dead. Uh, heel hook to Casey Owens. Springboard high cross body splash to Casey Owens. Flatliner to the middle turnbuckle to Casey Owens. Eventually, she got a little bit of uh, offense with an arm bar on the ropes. And then uh, that's when Ginny says, not today, not this time, little girl, and gives her an X factor off the middle rope for the pin and and the win. So we'll see what happens with Ginny. Ginny just, she seems like that person you would have like in your class, like, and you would be signed to like, be like, oh, this is my, she's in my team. This is Ginny. And she'll do nothing. Would she okay? Would she well? How far will she contribute in the class, as in the group? That's all that really matters. On solo projects, she'll do really well. But then when team, she'll talks, just not do anything out of spite. Like she'll know everything is like I'm not going to do this. You know how easy this is for me. Yeah, exactly. Like Matt Damon from Good Will Hunting. She like, just hey, said TJ Maxx all day. You know how easy. Hey, okay. Yeah. yeah. How about them apples? Hey. Next up, Rhea Ripley. She's backstage with Slimy Squid Scala and NXT UK GM Johnny Saint. Rhea says she's been making headlines in the UK and the USA. She said she wants Tony in Phoenix. So in three weeks, we're getting Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm NXT UK Women's Championship match. They're giving that a build, they might. They're. It's not for a takeover. It's for a taping. So, uh, from okay week. Okay, three weeks in. Who you got? Uh Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. I say Tony Storm. Yeah, I mean so actually, we'll I ask Tony next Storm week. Too, but we'll see. We'll see next week. Yeah. After, oh, and we'll also get uh, Walter versus Mark Coffey, I think, next week. So we'll see what happens. Or next coming weeks. And our main event for the evening. A pretty good, pretty, pretty good match. Uh, Mustache Mountain, actually not as good as some of the other Mustache Mountain matches, but pretty, still pretty good. Versus Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner. Bait and, Eichner, or Bait and Bartel start the match. Both men one-upping each other with a series of counters. Pop-up power gut buster to uh, Bait by Eichner. Uh, bait powers out of a grounded headlock. Hot tag to Trent Seven. Seven fakes uh, fakes out Marcel. DDT to Marcel. Uh, Seven taking both Marcel and Eichner on. And Seguri to Bait as he goes for the springboard clothesline. Uh, what do they call that move? The boppin' bape? That's when he does the fake out punch. The boppin' bape, he calls it apparently. It's, I have no it's idea. a fun name. Boppin' yeah. bape. Boppin' bape to Fabian Eichner. Eventually Trent Seven gets the Rainmaker to Eichner. Kick out. Assisted stalling superplex. Uh, or to suplex the bait, and then to suplex finish the match. To finish the match, we have the springboard clothesline dragon suplex combo to Marcel Bartel for the pin and the win. Good show, good um, showing. I think they're setting up. Uh, what do you call it? Um, a rematch. British Strong Style versus um, the European Union. Okay. You, you know what I actually thought? Um, Oni Lorkin and Danny Burch would be a good addition if they're going to build a stable for them. That's too many people. If they're opinion. building a stable. If, um, because they already have the gimmick of like the flags on the trunks. You think there will be? You think there will be a time in NXT where it's just going to get really, or e- even in WWE where they just get really stable heavy, like in New Japan, 
or you get your chaos, you get your bullet. One day, you get I mean, your yeah. Tanahashi's crew. But like, I think they're just trying to let um, let it all air out until because all the factions are starting to die off in New Japan. That's eh, yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, so I think they're trying to wait for that to die off and kind of let it be fresh. Because I think Triple H is smart when he books or whoever books um, Ryan Ward. Ryan Ward, mm-hmm. he's the head booker at NXT. Yeah, it's just one guy, literally one guy. Who is this guy? He's a writer. See, that's smart. That's smart. You have one person who's like, no, I saw this all the way through. I thought about it, and it's been going on for years, Corey. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. You, didn't, you know anything? I'm just kidding. You know what? There's also some people out there that didn't know that too, Michael. Don't make them feel bad about what. Well, they listener, mean. you don't know shit, right? Wow, this, this is B show. I'm, I'm not even gonna go. I'm out of here. I'm just kidding. <sighs> so NXT that was UK. NXT UK, and it was a fun show, fun show. I mean, hey, you had, you had the you had the pleasure of actually you know watching a show that was actually taped and a real show, an actual a real show, not this fucking clip show that I got for NXT Vanilla. I'm just gonna just say right here and right now, like I do like how the, show. I do like how they're promoting it as like NXT Takeover Aftermath. And, That's true, and not like because before it would be like this is NXT. It's kind of a break, yeah. Honestly, so and this week they're actually making it very apparent that this was shot before Takeover, and yeah. they're not trying to fool anybody. But yes, NXT dated uh, January thirtieth, two thousand nineteen. NXT Takeover post show with matches that are basically the pre show. Sky Pirates, Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane versus Marina Shafir versus Justin Duke. I'd like to call them the Maritime Madams or the Skyrits. Oh, okay. Uh, but Sky Pirates is fine. Yeah, Sky Pirates outclassed Duke and Shafir, obviously, but that ain't. But they didn't come off as horrible like the weeks prior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they, they more or less. They didn't like. What's up with not um, by minute by minute? Like what's up, Marina really Shafir's face? Is something going on there? Uh, I mean, she got Kyrie Irving. I guess I don't know because it doesn't look like a legit like medical like protection mask. It just looks could like, be. It, Honestly, it, it could be. It looks more decorative than other ones in the That'd past. That would be a terrible it? look. I know. Like, why would anybody in wrestling want to do that? I mean, besides Cody Rhodes, who made that work. Maybe she is trying to go for Cody Rhodes. Maybe. Maybe it's a sign. Maybe she wants to sign with AEW. Ooh. Right here, breaking news. Marina Shafir to All Elite Wrestling. But yeah, Duke and Shafir, they didn't really come off like that bad, so six months of Largo Loop. Not a year. <laughs> uh, insane months. Elbow from Saint to Shafir. Suicide Dive from Shirai to Duke beforehand. Uh, Kyrie Sane pins... Oh, who did she do that to? To Shafir for the win. Sky Pirates, victorious. A bit of a bit of a revenge on towards uh, the 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 horse women out of because they cost uh, the Basler Car- babes. The Basler, ba- yeah, the Basler babes. <laughs> the Basler babes. Duke and Shafir have a bit of revenge because of the title match. I will say this: Jessamine Duke looks. She's, oh yeah, no. There was a spot I forgot to add where they were doing. They were gonna do like this tie-up spot with their hands. And I'm then, big and you're and small. Then she just straight and do, um, Jasmine Duke just re- like raises her arm and over Io Shirai, not Io Shirai, Kyrie Sane, and she couldn't even like reach. And that got a ton of boos. Like boo, you're taller and you're just you're just showing your height. And then the face Kyrie Sane makes, just everything Kyrie Sane does. She is just too pure for this world. Where she just has this little pout, like facing um, Jessamine Duke. Yes, exactly. That's that noise. And um, did we talk about the fact that Kyrie Sane won two yeah, awards? Yeah. yeah, that's I watch that on like whenever I just feel down, I just watch that. And like <laughs> good things happen to good people. Sometimes. You're like, you know what? It all it'll all it work cheers out. me up every time. 
Nice. Yeah, Kyrie Sane. Uh, she and also about Kyrie Sane. Here's the thing about her is she knows when she knows how to properly like use her gimmick. It's not necessarily a gimmick. It's more of an aesthetic. If like it doesn't, it doesn't let her dictate the way she operates in the ring. Like yeah, her moves are named after maritime stuff, like the sliding D. The sliding D. Um, but she knows how to turn it on. She knows how to be serious, and she knows how to take a match seriously, and for us to really get invested in it. And what and it makes a really good contrast with Io Shirai, where she is just like she might be like one of the most confident like ladies in wrestling today. Yeah, like everything she does is so seamless, and she looks like she's having a good time, and it's just so everything just sort of just comes natural to her. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, no, these uh, I hope they continue. I hope they continue this tag team as much as I don't want them to hold back each other. Just like have this sort of like three months where they're just ta- they're in tag team purgatory. Hell, they should even they should be in the elimination chamber. Man. Fucking just declare it now. Yeah, just should, all you gotta do is declare. Just say it like. Okay, I'm not going to do that. They would be. I'm not going to impersonate them, but like, uh, just say hi. I would like to be in a match, and then it shows a graphic, just like, and they pop up. It's like yeah. Sky Pirates. It's uh, the it's the Riot Squad, yeah. uh, Tamina and Naya. Um, Man, they really should be. But I know Sonya and Mandy, me and oh, you it would be so good. Yeah, oh yeah, no, forgot. We're, we're in the match. Yeah. Um, when, is, when is Elimination Chamber? I gotta uh, tell my boss. Three weeks. Okay, that's enough time. It's like in Delaware, right? Yeah. No, I have no fucking idea where it is. Uh, anyway, but what's happening? Yeah, Sky Pirates win. They recap matches from the takeover from Renee Young's inevitable replacement, starting with Johnny Gargano. He says he likes it when he wins. Oh, oh, oh the new backstage correspondent for yeah, it's just a, bl- a blonde lady. She's NXT, nice. NXT nice. is like I feel okay. I feel like NXT has some sort of working relationship, and I know they have some a parent working relationship with Full Sail University, but she might be like a Full Sail student. I honestly think some of their production stuff is put on by some of the top students at that school. Yeah. I, I wouldn't doubt go. it at all. Uh, more recaps with Bianca Belair saying being undefeated is a mindset, not like a literal thing. She also says Mr. Sam can kiss her ass after the words he said about Belair on the pre-show. So apparently Sam Roberts is, um, he insists that it's not a work. Yeah, he yeah he said that. He, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to apologize and changing my opinion. But then like, I, I feel like it is a work. I don't think you know so. whatever injects life into these pre-shows. Honestly, whatever like incentivizes people to actually watch these things. Like a big ups to Sam Roberts for you know making making like a part like a storyline into this, weaving yeah, that yeah, into yeah, the main yeah. show. That I appreciate a lot. Um, but yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. War Raiders promo. Eh. Uh, Matt Riddle versus Cassisono Rico. I was actually hoping they were gonna say though because they said the raid is over. I was hoping they were gonna be the raid is over. This is now the machine. I was like, oh, fuck you, but no. Of course not. Didn't happen. Of course not. Matt Riddle versus Cassisono recap. We see Cassisono's foot fetish again. Um, Kathy Kelly <laughs> asks how satisfying the victory over Ono, and Riddle says he made a mark, and he beat him until he tapped. He broke Cassius Ono. Yeah. Get it? Bro. Yeah. Bro. Bro. Yeah. Recap of the NXT title match. It was a great match. Um, they pimped the halftime heat show, saying your fuckface if you watch Maroon 5. Um, Street Profits versus Forgotten Sons. Main event. Profits are dressed up like Harlem Heat with the ring chest singlet, singlet gear, which look, well, terrible. But they, okay, so homage isn't a homage. What it what it looked terrible yes. is the fact that the top was Harlem Heat and the bottom was the Street Profits. Mm. If they would have came in with full Harlem Heat status with pants and like or tight, full legging tights. But them kicks, though. 
we forgot you, Chance Breakout. Dawkins' titties were hanging out of his singlet, and that's all I was looking at. Because <laughs> they were, yeah, they were set up like, yeah, like it was that, just yeah. not flattering because it was not uh, flattering. Good for you, Doc. You live your best life, Dawkins. Um, match was honestly the match was actually pretty good for what it was. Crowd was hot. Saves were made. Topecon heroes were done. Riker interjected in the match, attacking forward. Dawkins stares Riker down, but he get hit. He gets hit with the memory remains for the pin. And the win. And, uh, yeah, don't watch this NXT. For uh, Forgotten Sons, their gimmick is just hey. like the bad guys on The Walking Dead, right? Pretty much. Like, we're just a group of guys trying to survive. We were forgotten by the military. Because one of the guys has, like, the arm, the milita- the Marine logo on his truck. Probably was a real Marine. I mean, Because if be. he wasn't, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, if he wasn't, that's kind of like... Looked up, you know? Yeah. Otherwise, that was NXT. Um, you don't watch it? it. I didn't know. It was whatever. Don't it was honestly just skip it. But they have to. They have to do things like this, like you know. Of course, or, or put it on the background, maybe. Yeah, they need no. They need a week to tape, uh, do an actual taping. So of course, exactly. So Buy themselves some time. Yeah. So let's it's go a necessary into, thing. Let's go into our last our last set of reviews for today. Review. Well, I have multiple reviews for this show. Fantastic. Five different pages. Okay, let's go. No, I'm kidding. This is a wrestling show and tell sponsored by... They have sponsors? Me. Okay. At least for today. A wrestling show and tell where we talk about anything we want to in wrestling. It could be uh, a, a, match. Do- a match, a documentary. I hope it's just a match at this point, though. <laughs> we a can't s- do entire pay-per-views. Oh, yeah. No, no. We're not doing entire... We're not going to sit here and be like, so we're going to do the, the Royal Rumble review again, like six entire hours of... At the end of the show. But my show and tell for this week is uh, ECW Living Dangerously 1998. Do you have any background in regards to this pay-per-view or just anything? Or you just got the match? What? You got any background? I just got... No, no. No background. Okay. That's fine. Um, because it's ECW. It's ECW. It's, you just it's want to see dudes get hit by chairs. And chairs we got. Jesus Christ. And when I picked this match, I know I watched it like one time before, but oh God. I was... I was that's, expecting that's Balls Mahoney coming into the room right now. I was expecting more turn off, wrestling. Wait, actually, should I turn off my mic for a sec? Why to, to adjust this? Um, you're good. Um, I thought there was gonna be more wrestling in this match because this was about like ninety percent. I would say ninety percent f- like chair shots and weapons than it was. Than it was. There was no else. flow. There was no story to this, and there was. I mean, no I'm sure there was a story to it. Microphone is there? There's, yes, I turned you up, Michael. Okay, cool. Yeah, don't worry. All right. Yeah, no, this was legit. Like this match. I mean, since we're not going through the background of it, like Dudley Boys, J- Joel Gertner, him saying that. Oh, dude, it was horrible. He comes out. And he's like the most immature. Like the the guy in Pamela Lee's tape. That. Joe. Oh yeah, and then and he, then you hear uh, Joey Styles just like. <laughs> Hey, what he says, he, and the guy that is that your mom likes to star 69. <laughs> hey, mid 90s, you know. Uh, so Dudley boys come out with uh, sign guy Dudley, big Richard Dudley, and like you said, Joel Gertner. Wow, big Richard, huh? That's what I'm calling him. Okay, big dick Dudley, but big Richard Dudley. Uh, Joel Gertner is like you said, former ECW ring announcer, but is the Dudley's now personal ring announcer. How's he and, still alive? And now, he's I think he still does some stuff for. I don't know. Actually, no. I'm not surprised he's still alive. I mean, considering he doesn't take all well, the amount of bumps he takes. He still takes bumps. But not Devon, uh, Devon's introduced at 169 pounds, the super cruiserweight. And then Bubba, he's 300 350 pounds. That's crazy. Like, gee, I mean, 
He cannot. good for him. He got you know knowing what he looks like now. Yeah, he's made some progress. Um, I did love the part when uh, Gertner says after he introduces the Dudley, he says, "And now let's play the music of the enhancement talent." That, that was pretty good because then because uh, it was actual enhancement talent music played into this WWE network rip. Exactly. Jesus. Balls Mahoney and uh, this what made this is what made this entire. Okay, yeah. Who Balls and, Mahoney and and was Axel Rotten? Yep. Yeah, they come out both um, uh, the swinging chair freaks. Both uh, rest in peace, but to the both of them. Yeah. Um, the freaks and the Dudleys start fighting before uh, New Jack and Spike Dudley come out. Mahoney and Bubba Ray Dudley are fighting uh, while Axel and Devon are going at it on the outside. Uh, Mahoney does miss a super leg drop to Bubba Ray. Unprotected chair shots, like, left and right, dude. Like, this was... Uh, yeah, I feel bad for these guys. Uh, choke slam to Axel by Richard Dudley. Out comes Spike Dudley and New Jack. At this point, Jesus, like... I know it was a thing. They played oh, the music. Oh, yes. But this was the number it, one it thing ruins that the commentary. All, yeah. It, it, it ruined the entire thing, actually. Because it was just so distracting, knowing it was natural born killers by uh, Dr. Dre, and uh, yeah, it was a different song. Was it a different song playing? That was natural born killers. It was the entire song they would, but play it was looping. Entire... Yeah, it was like looping. It was over. just that part that do do do. That's just something you and you associate yeah. with New Jack with, and not hearing that, it feels like you're just getting a cheaper version. Like WWE, like they. They're they're making a lot of money, and I feel like, and I know it's super low priority, but you just you miss out on like this a, a very big significant part of the shows without the music. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I tried finding it on like Daily Motion or like it's all taken down. Well, yeah, I, I you can I, find like old videotapes if you want yeah. on eBay, but it's just it, you lose so much of it, and that's uh, why I couldn't even I could barely watch this match. I couldn't even finish it. Honestly, um, but the Dud- or New Jack comes out with a band of weapons, taking it to the Dudleys. Unprotected headshots left and right because you know it's New Jack, and he's kind of an asshole. Um, at least that's so I've heard. At least that's what people say. Uh, oh, Devon, yeah. oh, hitting Devon over and over again by New Jack. Uh, did WWE add sound effects to the? Sh- I wouldn't hold. I wouldn't be surprised because I because they're playing the music. They're also doing commentary, and then when you hear a chair shot, you hear, like, you hear legit close... I'm wearing headphones for this, too. That's why. And I'm sitting here, like... Like, it has higher fidelity than most things. Exactly. Especially... just sounds like... Especially in 1998. You know what I mean? How much is the sound going to pick up from that distance? Um, Let's see. All six men fight deep into the crowd. Dude, this crowd... I really couldn't... Oh, yeah. This crowd scares me. This crowd legit scares me. They feel I feel like it's like a riot threatening. Yes, a riot waiting to break out any fucking moment. It's just soft, Corey. It was I, a harder time back then. All yeah, right. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. It was. Um so they literally it's like mob rules in the crowd. The crowd surrounds the um, the men fighting. Uh, Mahoney and Axel set the Dudley boys on separate tables. That's when Spike Dudley and New Jack deliver uh, stereo body splashes to the Dudleys off a balcony that's probably like 20, 25 feet off the ground onto hard concrete. I mean, it was a fucking cool shaking spot. shaking my head right now. It was cool. Like, oh my God, it's memorable. I'll always remember it now, but Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, the fight goes back in the ring. Mahoney brings in uh, the timekeeper's table. Saito suplex to Spike Dudley by balls, which is probably the one wrestling move that was actually hit in this match. Um, tornado DDT. No, sorry. There was Tornado DDT after that. To balls Mahoney by Spike. Spike thrown outside. Uh, 3D to Balls, eliminated Dudleys, eliminated Balls, Mahoney, and Axel Rotten. Then we get stereo guitar, guitar shots to the Dudleys by uh, New Jack and Spike Dudley. 
acid drop to Devon, a diving chair shot to Devon Dudley by New Jack, and then New Jack gets the pin and the win on Devon Dudley. <sighs> so this is like, like I said to start, this is ninety percent chair shots and weapon weapon. So shots. why did you choose this, Corey? I want to choose something different. Um, I, I think it's important to look at everything in wrestling history. I think in history altogether, if you don't know your past, you're doomed to repeat yourself. So I think it's good to... You don't believe that? Well, I mean... I, you know what? Actually, no. I, I, I get what you're saying. So I think, it's all, I think it's good for all of us to look back and, you know look at the past and see what happened in ECW, see what happened. And I'm yeah. sure there's going to be there's way there's better just, matches we're going to talk about from ECW. You know, there's just some, I feel like we're kind of past that point, but, but there this was is, a period in time where people were just romanticizing ECW for what it actually, for what it, or for the idea of it in general, just like everybody was over. The crowds were hot. These matches were crazy, but really once you look look at it like with a microscope, it's just like, dude, I can't. I really can't just well, handle it. It's, it's like a way different time. You know what I mean? Of course. Like, you have to look at, but sometimes you really do have to look at certain things in a bubble. And, Guys um, have signs in the crowd. You have, to be, like, cl- you have to be close minded in your open mindedness, if that's if mm-hmm. you get what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like Derek said, there was a guy in, in the crowd with a sign that said, like, Jenna get naked, because that's the night Jenna Jameson was there. And yeah. So, so that, was, uh, that was my wrestling show and tell for this week, Michael. What do you got set up for us next week? Well, Corey, I'm glad you asked. So, Kento's been in the news recently, considering the fact that he, he wants out. He doesn't want to be there anymore. Yeah, you so, mean, I like how you don't refer to him as a slave name, Hideo Itami. Yeah, let's, not, let's not call it that. <laughs> uh, so, my wrestling show and tell, as you may have probably heard at least one time, that I am quite a fan of one Brian Danielson, also known as Daniel Bryan. Uh-huh. Is his slave name... And I'm uh, sorry, Corey. Daniel Bryan would be a slave name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So my show and tell. Now it would be I. I tried to pick a variety of matches because these guys, as you may know, Brian Danielson and Kenta has had quite the rivalry. And interesting enough, uh, they've never they've never come into contact with each other in WWE, which is shocking. You can't at least they should have at least had one match. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so. When as soon as word got out with Kenta, uh, Kenta like tweeting out, "Thank you." Daniel Bryan, no, he tweeted out. He he tweeted out, no, thank you, and all the hard work and the history we have with each other. It's a shame we never got into the ring. And in that tweet, he linked the YouTube, uh, on a YouTube link. It was uploaded one week ago, so I don't know how much longer it's going to stay up. Brian Danielson versus Kenta from Ring of Honor, Glory by Honor Five, Night Two, dated September sixth, two thousand and six. Show and wrestling show and tell. If you just go on YouTube and uh, just go on the search bar, Brian Danielson versus Kenta, it's most likely the first thing that pops up. 35 minutes and 55 seconds. And I think this might be Brian Dan. I think this is Brian Danielson's highest rated match, according to Dave Meltzer, with a 475. That's an interesting thing. Like Daniel Bryan, he's probably like once in a generation talent. I don't think he's ever had a five star match. Yeah. It really depends on his uh, people he's working with. That's true. Big cast should have been five stars. I'm big, you're small. Anyway, anyway, that's show and tell. Show and tell for next week. Before we get out of here, guys, it's the weekend, so we have a whole gang of birthday wishes we need to give out. Let's say the first one. So let's start off with the first one. The born in 1987, turning 32 years old. It's really two days after, huh? Yeah, and 15 days after mine. Oh. Uh, born in 1987, the the baddest woman on the planet. 
Ronda Rousey. It's a birthday cake. It's my birthday cake. I'll make sure that I'll eat my birthday cake. And the only reason stop what's stopping me from not eating your birthday cake is that I decision not to. Okay. It's my Sandy decision, Hook. and that's my bakery. And you know it, and I know it. And I will take this bakery, and I will cook you in a cake. I will eat you for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And you will know that. And the only thing stopping me is that I can, and I can't not to. I have free will. Shut up. She sounds like a Scientologist, kind of. <sighs> Anyways. No. Happy birthday, Rhonda. Uh, tomorrow is you, uh, February 2nd, 2019. We have three birthdays. Celebrating his 35th birthday, born in 1984, one Brian Cage. Happy birthday, Brian Cage. Uh, born in 1980, 30, 39, Teddy Hart. And also born in 1994, born, uh, turning 25 years old, we have one, the White Witch herself, Isla Dawn. How old is she? 25. Wow, my age. We would have been in the same high school. You would have been, yeah. Well, I'm in a fucking class with Rousey and Becky. That's they're kicking fun. my. They're, I'm just like I'm, I have they're to sit throwing math them. books at you. I'm just like sitting in between. I'm like, can, teacher, can I move seats? And she's like, no, you gotta sit there. The R's, the R and the S are are near each other. We're doing alphabetical <laughs> order. Yeah, the, the L's and the S and the R's. Oh wait, hold on. What's, what's Lynch? No, but no. What's her shoot name? It's Becky Lynch. Rebecca Knox, I think. No, her name's Becky Lynch. No, it's not, dude. And Santa Claus is real. Okay, come on. It's my it's my fantasy. Born on uh, February third. Um, Did you say Teddy Hart's birthday was today? Yeah, Teddy Hart's birthday is tomorrow. <laughs> there was this one promo from him on MLW where it's like, Brian Pillman Jr., I've known your father, but then you know about you. We're going to use you. We're going to use you like a, you're a whore. You're a whore like a door. He legitimately <laughs> said that. I saw it in like a Twitter video. It's just like a snippet of that. We're going to use you're a whore and we're going to use you like a door. Teddy Hart. Uh, one of the youngest, he's. I think he still is the youngest ever person who ever signed a WWE developmental contract. I think at age twenty. Oh, no, I think nineteen or twenty. And Grandson uh, of uh, Stu Hart, right? Mm-hmm. Who's mm-hmm. his? Who's, who are his parents? Uh, I think no, not. Like, you no, know, he was. I can't. I. I don't. Again, forgive me for not knowing the lineage of the Hart family, but I think he's prob. I think he's the. No, he can't be. He's the grandson of Stu Hart. I think. We'll yeah, he's the grandson of Stu Hart. I think he's related to Ellie in some way, which uh, is uh, Natalie's Natalia's mom. Okay. Uh, born on the third, February third, we have three birthdays. Uh, you know, one person, uh, one Rebecca person. Quinn. So Harley Becky Quinn. Lynn, yes, no, she's Rebecca Quinn. So Q R S, like you would have been, you would have been right next to them. God damn it! You're right. It's not. That's like they could, there could be worse company. Yeah, that's true. I, I'd probably be hanging out with. Uh, they're hanging out. They're, they're giving out report cards in alphabetical order. I hated that. I have a V in my last name, and then you'd have to wait. You're like, can I just get mine and go? We just go reverse alphabetical order. February 3rd. Uh, we have three birthdays. Or, sorry, two birthdays. One person we'd like to w- remember. Uh, born in 1958, turning 59 years old. We have uh, one, Marty Janetti. Happy birthday, Marty Janetti. Yeah, don't try to bang your stepdaughter. Don't do that. Oh, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> Oh, my God. I know it's forbidden, but I just can't. I'm trying to resist the temptation, but look at her. It's, it's his stepdaughter, right? And she's, yep. she's of legal age, right? I think so. <sighs> Sorry to put that. Huh? Born in 1959, <laughs> turning 60 years old, we have King Haku. Happy birthday, Haku. Happy birthday, Haku. And also born in 1960. Don't remove my eyeball. Uh, born in 1960, but passed away in 1993. We celebrate the life. Carrie Von Eric. Oh, yes. As mentioned last week on uh, the 1992 Rumble Review. Uh-huh. Could have been. 
Could have been. Uh, 70, 80, 90. How, how old would he could have been? Yeah, I think 59. Wow. 59, yeah. Um, yeah, it's... it's Von Eric. It's it's crazy, man, you know? It's crazy. Um, That's B-Show. That's B-Show for you. Everyone, uh, seek out help. It's if a roller coaster of life. Everybody got these emotions. What a week, huh? We got, we got, we got two more birthdays. Oh, okay. We got twins tomorrow. On Monday, I mean. Damn. Twins Damn. on Monday. Turning 37 years old, born in 1982, we have two separate people. Chris Sabin. They're not twins, then. And Punishment Martinez. Okay. They're birthday twins. What happened to Punishment Martinez? He's in NXT. So? It's not his time. It's not his time. Uh, maybe he'll hold that NXT North American Championship one day. Who knows? Do we know? Dude, honestly, with the state of that North American Championship right now. You know what? Stop it, Michael. You're just you're seeing it half empty. Half full is what I see from now on. All right. Let's get out of here. I got to go to All Pro Wrestling, go Killer home. Whale. You don't have to go home. You, you don't have to stay here. Yeah, there you go. Let's get out of here. For City Wrestling Radio, for KCSF, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. And we will see you Monday or Tuesday with the Raw Review. Me, Jose Oseguera, and I don't know, maybe Noah will be here. I don't know. Will you be here? Oh, probably not. I can't promise anything. I'm going to get snowed in like uh, John Morrison. I'm snowed in. This is a... All right. See you guys. Have a great weekend. And uh, let us know if you go to any indie shows this weekend. We want to hear about results, reviews uh, from the fans. Let us know. All right. See you later. All right. Bye.